I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at uh1.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. This segment of the Football Ramble is brought to you in partnership with Doritos, the official snack sponsor of the UEFA Women's Euro 2022. They're encouraging fans up and down the country to get behind what's going to be a tournament like never before. I'm joined by Flo Lloyd Hughes, host of our fantastic women's football show up front of on Football Ramble Presents to celebrate what makes football so gosh darn special. The fans. <laughs> it's the fans. Hello, Flo. I thought you were going to say it's the Doritos. It's That's the Doritos. Well, I've already heard that I'm going to be hearing a, a, is it a crunch crunch later on. Crunch crunch, baby. Crunch crunch, baby. What a tournament it's been. We've seen record crowds across the tournament and some amazing, amazing atmospheres. Flo, what's been the best set of fans you've seen on your travels over the last few weeks? Oh, it's gotta be it's gotta be the Netherlands because I mean yeah. they're pretty famous across the men's and women's game for having mm. uh, iconic and slightly wild fans. That I mean they one of the guys I spoke to actually for a piece I was writing, I was asking about it and he was like, yeah, I mean, we're crazy, right? Like, that's why everyone loves us. And I was like, I mean, there's one way to put it. Um, they're eccentric. <laughs> they're, they're certainly eccentric is probably the way yeah. I would describe them. Um, and they just take over and they just bring a, a, an amazing energy and life and lightheartedness mm. and fun to to the women's game. And, and they have this bus, this big orange bus, and they basically they follow the bus towards the stadium and they'll walk for like you know 15 20 minutes in their thousands march along do this whole dance where they march left to right um and they have loads of you know choreographed choreographed stuff and yeah i mean hands down the best fans they are you know they have a reputation now they become iconic in their own right and um yeah god love them i i I must admit the scenes outside bramall lane uh, a few weeks ago the, the amount of Euro dance pop I've never heard so much. 
I'm trying to think of what the it sound, it almost got to the point of happy hardcore, but not quite. That's but what was, I was saying. Was that intense. was the word I was looking for. Happy hardcore is it? Because I did a piece scooter. about it, and it is a lot of scooter vibes. Because like, hey, hey, baby, yes. ooh, uh, but like the the tempo is obviously turned right up. And then they had they did the, at one point they had this guy called DJ Cruz, who's like the sort of MC for the whole afternoon. Yeah. And he was playing Wonderwall by Oasis. But it was so it was like two day and then it was like, Are you ready for the drop? And then it was just like somehow he found the happy hardcore remix of Wonderwall and I was like, Okay. Um <laughs> didn't know this existed, but no. I, I'm I'm here for it. And there was like and you're like, yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's basically like, you know, a football match with a free rave thrown in and you can't yeah. get it much better than that really. And it's fan creative. That's the great thing about it. Were there any kind of like um, fan groups that surprised you? Because obviously, the, the, the fans from the Netherlands are obviously huge, and, and you know what they're going to bring. But I, I really enjoyed the Swiss. I thought the Swiss are really, really into it as well. I think it's been nice to see these kind of like smaller teams and smaller groups who, um, you know, haven't had a big history in women's football, haven't had a lot of success, are kind of developing mm. nations, and also quite small countries. Like Switzerland is a pretty, you know, it's not a lot of people that live there, no. but um, they've been. They've been traveling in in their numbers and and had you know good numbers of support, but all the support are so hardcore. A lot of them in in fancy dress or like traditional dress, like you know carrying around cowbells. Like it's such a hilarious stereotype. But they're like, you know, we want to represent our country, and you know, what's the best way to do that? Bring a massive bell to England to wave around. <laughs> The season is almost upon us. It's got the Marvin Gaye on the Bluetooth. It's wearing loads of cologne and it's turned the lights down real low. Welcome to the Football Ramble. It's Friday, 29th of July. I'm Pete Donaldson. I'm Jim Campbell. And I'm Luke Moore. And if you want to hear the three times I tried to start that show, listen to the end of the podcast. Yeah. Could you like put it in there? Mm, Never yeah, we mind. Will. Uh, club football is back, Jim Campbell. Club football is back, Luke Moore. Hi, thanks for the individual briefs. That's mm, all right. Appreciate it. What are you most looking forward to of this season of our Lord, 22-23, baby? Yeah, so it starts tonight, right? Huddersfield versus mm. Burnley. It has to because we ain't going to make the World Cup otherwise. No, exactly. <laughs> and I don't think, I mean, with the greatest, well, with no respect at all. And if you don't, if this is the first time listening to the Football Ramble ahead of a new season, uh, get used to it. Um, if you can't get yourself up for Huddersfield Burnley, yeah. right, for the start of a new season... Fair enough. <laughs> <laughs> it's fair news, isn't it? It's but I, th- I think the thing I'm most looking forward to is finally finding out whether Erling Haaland really is Godzilla <laughs> yeah. and the Premier League is Japan. Uh-huh. Because, yeah. because it's something that you, you kind of admire from afar mm. in a type of it's better to be at the devil's side than in his path kind of way. Yeah. Yeah. And now we are very much in this path. I yeah. fear that he will destroy us all. I think he might end up destroying like actual pitches mm. and there'll just be charred remnants of stadiums. Yeah. Because to me, if he hits the ground running, um, it's going to be pretty explosive. He's a big lad, he'll break yeah. it. I, I know. And, and, and there's this video I keep referring to. I don't think I'm, I've not been on the ramble for a while, so I certainly haven't mentioned it recently. Right. Where he's at Dortmund defending a corner. Mm. And the corner's cleared and he gallops down the field. And it is a gallop, but mm. like he gallops down the field and he's in the other penalty area in about four seconds. <laughs> and it's just absolutely terrifying. I'm thinking to myself, partly that's amazing. And then partly Portsmouth might draw them in the League Cup or something. <laughs> and we just need to be getting out of there with our mm. dignity intact. So I think Erling Haaland is the most excited I've been about a signing 
for a very, very long time, I would mm. say. So that, to me, is the thing I'm probably most looking forward there, to. There is a sense with him, I think, that he's going to be he's going to become that player that always scores against your team, whoever your team is. Yeah. He's just, he's just going to make enemies you, of everyone. Do you think, what percentage chance, Jim, do you give it there might be, it might be, it might be a total washout? I, I think that there's a low percentage chance of that. Just it, of even the with the Guardiola system and the, the fact that people well, can, can th- start a little bit slowly. Well, I think Guardiola's tweaking his system for him, isn't he? I mean, it, obviously he's going to do that. I mean, he's, he's moved on Jesus and, and Sterling and obviously Jesus played wide quite often. So mm. he's, he's different types of wide players are coming to the fore a bit, particularly his, with, with Grealish. All of his goals are going to be scored at the back post. Just tap yeah. in like Sterling. I think he might <laughs> just score from everywhere. Can you, can you imagine um, Guardiola in, in the lab at the moment with like a massive test tube with like a, a kind of sticker of Holland's face on it <laughs> Like bubbling. I don't know how to add this in. Essence I've, of Holland. I've, I've never yeah. seen a uh, molecular structure like yeah. this. Every time he tries Blonde to pour liquid. This is new. <laughs> and every time he tries to pour it into the bigger test tube, saying Man City on it, it just explodes. <laughs> he's just constantly in the fume cupboard. Yeah, oh, beaker oh, in the man. background from the yeah. Muppets running around like a mania. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so it's got to be Holland. You you mm. must you must be able to share that excitement. Yeah. His, his his goal in pre-season. He's gone his debut, didn't he, against some in pre-season? Yeah. yeah. Um, it was it was a bit of a tap in. I was like, God, it, Kick it is that indicative of a wider problem? Kick it, <laughs> Kick can, it can we write ten yeah. pages of uh, documentary uh, on the athletic? Uh, on the athletic yeah. Yeah. You're a bigger boy. Kick it harder. <laughs> <laughs> I very much enjoyed his reaction to that guy who was doing the greeting, Troy Hawk, Troy Hawk the, yes. uh, oh, yeah. the professional. He greeter. just started, didn't he? Just completely flat bat him. Uh, you knew that yeah. you were getting. I knew he had a line prepared for Harland, but he just he, he so just he clearly called him something like a Nordic meat shield, wasn't it? Something yeah. like that. I mean, I, I want to hate that, but that's quite a good line. No, he's uh, mm. he is wonderful. But, yeah. but but do you understand why I want to hate it? I do, um, <laughs> but I can't he's a comedian. for you too because it's he's a good line, because yeah. he's very good. Yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, delightful. Um, so personally, the thing I'm looking forward to, and actually, these two these two things could very much dovetail, and also this could very much come back to bite me in the ass, is the team who are the least ready. Right, okay, there's right. always okay. one yeah. on on the opening well, day, isn't there? Everton, Pete, what's your? <laughs> <laughs> but Evan Chelsea sense... first match of the season oh, come that, on that is yeah. a strong that's got contender, 4 nil nailed on but I'm it feels like it some, you know they've conceded after three minutes their legs have gone already they're tired <laughs> they're knackered it's going to be a long season the reason, oh, I'm saying that. Out. <laughs> the reason I'm saying that is because Frank Lampard broke David Moyes' record didn't he yeah um, he said um, he said what, he basically mentioned the word relegation right. before the season even started. Lovely, incredible, which is Lovely an amazing stuff, way yeah. to generate positive energy, isn't it? <laughs> so who's, who do you think? I mean, you've presumably seen the Arsenal All or Nothing trailer. Uh, I have. Has yeah. that has that tainted your idea of who is the least ready? Who, who's your money on for Not being really, the least ready? Because it's obviously from from last season. I, <laughs> Everton are the um, Everton are the obvious ones, aren't they? You would I think, think. And I think, I think so. you would sense possibly any of the promoted teams as well, because uh, mm. um, they've got a bigger bigger leap to make. I remember Arsenal playing Fulham on the opening day and William looked like a world beater, which tells you everything. But I think ultimately, though, Premier League's not starting for another week, right? So no. you've got to most be looking forward to something in the Football League, presumably. And it's got to be um, Huddersfield v Burnley. It really is. An amazing Friday night treat for everyone. <laughs> and in fairness, Huddersfield were, were, a good t- were a good team last season. We're pretty yeah. unlucky not, yeah. to, not to get promoted. And then Burnley are obviously Burnley. And don't forget, at Burnley... If we are looking forward to something this weekend, it's going to be presumably the Vinnie Company Craig Bellamy combo. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Which is, I mean, Vincent Company was saying the other day, yeah, Craig, great. He's just really misunderstood. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, he's he's kind of, Craig Bellamy's an interesting guy, and, and he's kind of, um, he hasn't. 
taken a management role? Because you think that a player of his calibre and repute would probably be able to sort of rock up somewhere and, and do a Lampard or do a, a, a John Terry and, and, you know, and manage to bag, bag themselves a, a relatively decent... Mm. No, I mean Craig Bellamy. Right. Uh, and take take a decent because he was he was under twenty ones or uh, Anderlecht, or big, yeah. Anderlecht. Mm, yeah. He um, he was talking very eloquently about his uh, his OCD and how debilitating it's it's right. been and kind of like he he believes that OCD is is rife in a sport that relies on um, repetition mm. in development and stuff and he he basically he didn't want to go for a haircut in Newcastle because he didn't want to be left alone with the barber and stuff like that. He's got they, quite well, a lot. Are they, of, are they bad? <laughs> this is very intense. Bad in what you what you doing at the weekend? Yeah, <laughs> nothing. Leave me alone. Um, do, do, was there much about Craig Bellamy's playing career that made you think he'd be under twenty ones manager and let the time? <laughs> 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 really seem like no. with respect. I mean, doesn't really like kind of guys that interesting no. going overseas apart from for work. No, but he, but, but his his, uh, his mental his mental you know admitted mental illness is he's uh, kind of medicated them now and he's they're kind of under control. Him, I right. just hope that he. He manages to sort of sort of get that role that's a little bit higher than just an assistance role because yeah. I think he's got a lot to, lot to offer. They are in a weird situation, Burnley, because mm. the, they've obviously got that debt situation, which kind of you would think would maybe nullify the parachute pay, payments and the player mm. sales income that they've had come in. Um, because I think sixteen players have left in total. Yeah, they've only got a fee for three of them. Maxwell Corney will probably go and get a fee as well. But mm. they're going to be a completely different team, essentially. And company coming in is a massive, massive boost. But it is there's also all of these difficult situations to deal with. So it's really, mm. it's really hard to call how this is going to go, isn't it? It's 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 interesting because Burnley. Uh, they Burnley played a very competitive side at um, Newcastle. They played like four. 45 minute long matches or something like that right. and they got consistently beaten in every single one of them in mm. every single metric Right, and there were some pretty junior players playing for Newcastle and uh, they, they, they don't look great at the moment it's going to be an interesting season for all the league sides I think the, the truncated it's got a squished um, sort of season we're going to have before the World Cup and stuff it's going to um, yeah. it's going to be interesting to see how big sides or, 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 or sides with big squads handle it better than sides that don't necessarily have those uh, have those resources but uh, yeah. this could be the rare occasion where the the uh, relegated side don't don't go straight back up or don't even get into the um, into the playoffs. What's your um, Pete? What's your big uh, looking forward to the season vibe? I am very much looking forward to. I'm just looking forward to getting back out there and just checking out what new adverts are on the illegal streams. <laughs> <laughs> I just you know mob what milfs are in my area what. <laughs> What what VPNs are out Oi, there these days? Oi, you, before you know, you missed half the first half because of uh, live Jasmine. <laughs> just clicking, just clicking those little X's. Yeah. No, look, seriously, look, it, it, there will be a new generation of football fans. Uh, I just want to see their little faces uh, brighten up when they see a football uh, pitch for the first time. I'm talking about shareholders, not children. <laughs> yeah. I just want to see. I just want to see shareholders. Back on the shareholders just, train. Just create more marketing. Just way more kind. When of, it comes uh, to shareholders, we very much you know. Listen, mate, you're right. We've heard one side of the story. <laughs> Can someone do a long read with perhaps exactly, a particularly yeah. good yeah. example of a shareholder, maybe? Yeah. Arsenal have a new drinks partner, uh, and the drink has been created by KSI and Logan Paul. I've seen that. That's nice both. stuff. What they've they've teamed up with Arsenal. Have, I saw yeah. the drink. I saw I saw Logan Paul and KSI like a weird image of them. I want to say outside some kind of service station on like the M4 right. promoting it. <laughs> boxing again? Because there's no, yeah. no, there was no right. boxing involved. They were just stock that particular place was stocking their drink. But Arsenal have teamed up. Mm-hmm. Mm. How's yeah. that going to try with their Rwanda beer just, sponsor? Well, who knows? <laughs> yeah. It's all about the, all about those revenue streams, isn't it? Exactly. Indeed. Uh, well, a little bit uh, further down the table, one would imagine uh, Sunderland are back in the championship, guys. That's what I'm looking forward to, really. Really? Yeah. the AFL. 
They're back in there. I can't possibly imagine what your anger would be for that. Mm. I'm just happy that Newcastle, uh, the Chronicle, have got a supercomputer and they've basically said that they're going to get relegated. Can, can we, what a surprise. Can we row back on the idea of a, the supercomputer yeah. in 2022? Is it just uh, someone's phone? I mean, it yeah. has to be. I mean, it's just phone table, yeah. player... Uh, investment, historical performances of teams coming up in the championship. It's not difficult. We could probably no. work that on a on a paper and a pad. It's it's it feels like someone's got a huge, huge room full of a, just just one single computer that you have to crank a big wheel on. <laughs> it's massive tabloid language, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Like, it's not a supercomputer. It's just a computer. Yeah. It's probably just a bit of software. <laughs> maybe people. It's Excel. It's Microsoft maybe Excel. In the, maybe well, you know, like big uh, organisations have really old computers. Maybe the Chronicle have really shitty old three eight sixes. Maybe, maybe like, got, this is a super Computer. Maybe I got that one that's like, uh, remember that one back in like the eighties that everyone said was that the world's most powerful computer, and you had to sit in like a pool of water. Yes, so it's that's like that. right. It's that one. Yeah, and it might be the one that the kid in war games uses to, um, yeah. to start a nuclear war without yeah. the internet somehow. <laughs> oh, did you see there was that chess robot that broke a kid's finger? Yeah, it's recently. good stuff. Yeah, it's yeah. great. It looked really vindictive, it's, didn't it? Yeah, Just snap it off. The singularity, it's, it, the singularity is grasping for itself. <laughs> well, super, speaking of uh, supercomputers and mining for Bitcoin and, and Web three, uh, we're in a situation where uh, Crawley Town are back in action in League Two this weekend against Carlisle United. Uh, they've just signed a midfielder Jen Davis based on a vote among their supporters on which position to strengthen <laughs> a few Crawley fans are very upset that uh, people who weren't actually Crawley fans had bought Crawley Town NFTs and got involved so the NFT guys have been getting involved in the actual vote yeah. rather than people who love football so the guys, very who, confusing. the guys who run Crawley Town apparently mm. I mean I'm going to use this under advice, I guess. Mm. Apparently, quite interesting as owners. They want to be like super transparent, say everyone what goes on and how, and they're going to you know, do this, that, and the other. Yeah. And then you saw the video they posted up on Twitter yesterday. <laughs> was it yesterday or the day before? Yeah. Of um, their first game against Carlisle United. An American man, presumably one of the owners, uh, with a half pint of beer. And it's clearly Craft Ale as yeah. well, because he's in one of those kind of big half painters. Devil Horns as well. De- Devil Horns, Red Face, and he was. Uh, he was just Slagging off Cumbria. Slagging of Cumbria. Which is doing, a beautiful doing, part of the world. Doing yeah. penis jokes about uh, Cumbria. Yeah, it wasn't actually penis jokes. It was um, ejaculation. Sorry, it's what comes out of the penis. Yeah. the end of the and, penis. And I always feel that like, when it comes to official, from the glands. Official, quote, <laughs> official quote banter from clubs, mm. you can measure the quality of it and how much time passes between the removal and apology. It was pretty quick, I think. Was it? it was the day after they went, yeah, sorry about that. <laughs> the idea, <laughs> we, will, we will do better. I was going, will you, though? Yeah. Yeah. You, you can, you the can right do is... anything and do better, though. It's <laughs> <laughs> not much of a doing claim, nothing is it? Yeah. Yeah. Um, it's, the idea of this is that they're trying to sort of position themselves as the internet's club, aren't they? Yeah. So to get just... And that's been tried before. Is that before. what you want? It's been tried before. And then like, hashtag, yeah, great yeah. athletic did it in a kind of way that was not really internet based, but it was community based. Yeah. Didn't work. Who's yeah. not the fan base? Do you remember the Gamergate guys? Yeah, we're not there. Not good. None of the th- none of the kind of uh, difference in how this club is run is necessarily anything to do with the NFTs or Web three point or or crypto or any of that stuff. It's it's nothing. There's no new thing in in this situation, is there? Like like Luke said, uh, we've had teams that have been sort of fan run. We've had sort yeah. of voting mechanisms. We've had fan involvement before in clubs. It's, mm-hmm. it, there's nothing new. But Sports the crypto ran a club for a bit. <laughs> but the, it was a shop. It was just a shop that <laughs> ran a football club. It was insane. I walked into the office the other day and there, someone mm. had bought a. Sports Direct branded calculator. I saw this. It's massive. Four quid. Which is, is it a supercomputer? It's the size it's of a, a fucking table. Computer. I have no idea it's for. It's absolutely <laughs> fucking ridiculous. Yeah, I yeah. just assumed that was you, Pete. 
Well, was, I just I brought in, it was Pete. And my eyesight is going, to be honest. I'll probably um, need one of these and, pretty soon. And all this EFL stuff is like interesting and it does pique the interest. Mm. And then on one hand, it's like it's exciting that football's back. On the other hand, you know, my team are playing Sheffield Wednesday mm. away on the first day and they're much better than us. And then I also read um, something that will definitely temper the enthusiasm, which is that the ball was in play for less time than ever before <laughs> in the EFL last season. And so as a result, <laughs> referees have been instructed to set a higher threshold for fouls and be much less forgiving. Oh, God. And it's like, you already get kicked to shit in large parts of the football league. Yeah. So God God knows what that's going to be A lot of teams are going to be playing in the Thunderdome. Amazing stuff. Yeah. But look, look, as long as... It's Bruce Ball for me. It's Steve Bruce Ball. Steve Bruce, West Brom, he's looking for that promotion. The fifth in uh, 20 years. It's it's going to be be a big season for him. Oh, you can't... You literally would be foolish to forget the seismic impact he had at West Brom last season. <laughs> may I, yeah. may I uh, indulge you with uh, a post from the uh, West Brom Baggies uh, forum, uh, a poster called Atomic, uh, a man who, I don't think he's really followed Steve Bruce's career that, that closely <laughs> over the years. He said, since he's joined us, Bruce has said many things that haven't added up. I'd stop, call of short, uh, I'd stop short of calling the guy a liar. Maybe he just plays the media or maybe he means what he says at the time and then changes his mind. Who knows? <laughs> it's like, Atomic, just call him a fucking liar. You'll feel so much better. <laughs> call him a liar until he leaves. <laughs> That's absolutely fine, but uh, it's it's going to be interesting. Um, I, I, when I speak about talk about Steve Bruce, I refer to the fact that I think he took over when they were sixth in the in, in the championship last season. Yeah, and then I think he safely delivered them to mid table from memory. <laughs> and then towards the end of the season, was doing a load of stuff about how they probably need like ten to twelve players yeah. to really make a chance of it. It's like we weren't making a chance of it before you came along, mate. So <laughs> not, not really sure that adds up. Good luck. Well, uh, Liverpool versus Man City kicks off uh, at five pm uh, on Saturday. It's going to be playing played at uh, where's it being played? It's being played uh, somewhere else. So the King Power, <laughs> the King Power, of course yeah. it is. Uh, instead of Wembley, because we've got the uh, final uh, of the Euros on Sunday. Is there anything? For the Commoner Garden football fan in the Community Shield. I, I, it's the world's I, I, most important friendly. It just yeah. always leaves me very well, cold, it's, Luke. It's, I've obviously seen Arsenal win it a few times and it, it you do get a little buzz out of it, but it dissipates <laughs> right, okay. after about 20 minutes. <laughs> Is it like uh, methadone to the heroine of football? Fantastic. <laughs> I'll, tell you, I'll tell you how <laughs> this, how much disdain I've got for the Community Shield. Mm. Is that Portsmouth once qualified for it after winning the FA Cup and they played Manchester United <laughs> and I didn't stay for the penalties. <laughs> And, they, and they've obviously never been anywhere near it since. Yeah. So I, I remember just thinking, we're at Wembley. It's probably take about two hours to get home. Could just leave now. And uh, <laughs> look, you are a notable miserablist, though. I am. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it's absolutely right. And oh, I think right. football's partly responsible for that. Yeah. yeah. And there are there are kind of areas of of interest here. I think I feel like it's too early. I mean, I should have mentioned this in the, in the football league chat, I suppose, but it still applies to the Community Shield. Mm. I think it's too early, really, to be looking at club football in July. It doesn't feel right to me. No. And this will be, what, the 31st of July. Mm. Indeed. Um, and But then there are points of interest. I mean, Adrian will have to play in goal because Kelleher and Alisson are both injured. Holland will almost certainly make his debut because why, why would you not make your debut in the Community Shield? Because mm. it's a bit of a free hit. If you fly through it, it's great. Yeah. If you don't, you can say, well, it's just Community Shield. One yeah. game, one trophy. Yeah, exactly. Well, you, lads, I mean, we're obviously ignoring the the, the, the most positive news. Um, you know, everyone's like worried about the semiconductor supply chain coming out of Taiwan. And, you know, it's going to be a real yeah. issue. Jim, it, you know. Jim how, how worried are you about that? I'm very concerned. And it, actually, the, the volume at which people are speaking about yeah. it is doing nothing to allay my fears. Well, lads, oh, yeah. can't move granddad's, granddad's not getting a new pacemaker because Man City fans are being offered smart scarves. Yeah, this is interesting. So, smart Pete, you're, scarves! You're the, re- you're the resident tech expert here. Mm, yeah. Why don't you give the listeners a kind of brief rundown of what this means and why you think it's happening? It's a scarf. It's got like 
biometric sensors in the fabric that uh, senses whether you're sad, whether you're happy, your psychological makeup and and just movement generally can you throughout order, the game. Can you order a beer for it? No, you can't. It's just no. it's very much it's it's a one way kind of uh, data. I think it's just because they don't get anyone through the door these days at the Etihad. They're just making the most of the data they've got. They're really <laughs> mining the data. So the official kind of statement about it says, the connected scarf is an exciting project for us to pilot together mm. as we seek to better understand and measure the ups and downs of football fandom and how the game impacts supporters, not only emotionally, but physically as well. And <laughs> I think what they're going to find is that when Man City do good things, the fans are happy. Yeah. And then when things that aren't so good happen... They're going to be sad. There's a definite, there's a definite um, <laughs> and I would even go as far as Man City fans. When things are still going relatively very well, mm. they're still going to be sad, <laughs> and perhaps even a bit angry. But the the thing about this that I find quite interesting is the idea that actually, to be semi serious for a moment, if you could use this to monitor the health of, you know, let's face it, some you know, quite a lot of probably quite unhealthy older men then that's a good thing, right? I don't think it's like an ECG. No, but, no, but, it, but it, it might be able to say that your heart rate's elevated or that you have a right. heart, heart murmur. or Take your like scarf that. off your two arms. <laughs> I think it's a piece of shit, all this, Luke. I, I think it's, it's just the internet is shit and they're just, you know, it's a bit of a new story. But what they're going to do is end up just using it to sell people stuff. Yeah. It really speaks to the... Oh, you're a bit cold. Have you thought about a long sleeve? Yeah, <laughs> where's, the, where's, the most of, where's the most jiggly fans in our stadium? Here's a beanie hat for you. You're cold. <laughs> yeah. But it, it smacks of people who um, just don't care about football. And they're, they're, they're sort of trying to get to the nub of like... So what, what is, is a football that, fan? That, yeah. What, how do they enjoy it? What do they, what do they like about it? It's like <laughs> they just like it. Like, they, well, don't what worry are you looking about to learn? Yeah. Exactly. It's, it, 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 it's, it's interesting, but it's... I, I, when you read these news stories, you do kind of like chomp around going, right, what are they trying to hide? Mm. What's the news story that came out today that's problematic? What are they doing? So, yeah, and, uh, and, yeah. and it's, it's being developed by Cisco, isn't it? Mm. And um, Cisco? The thong song yeah, guy. Yeah. And, oh, uh, sweet. Yeah, he's, he's released a new single, the, the Scarf Song. Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> smart thong on the way. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. The, smart, the smart thong is uh, definitely going to help as well. But the thing that frustrates me about this is that there's two things. One is that, you know, Cisco, who are called regularly whenever you refer to tech giant Cisco, mm, yeah. they say, oh, we've long been looking for ways to connect more with, our, with the fans of our, the beautiful game. It's written some press release by some fucking bullshit. Mm. And then the second thing is, they release a video, and who have they got to interpret the smart scarf? Who have they got? Jack Grealish. <laughs> <laughs> what if he puts it on and becomes a genius, though? They're doing yeah. that truly yeah. be a smart scarf. They're doing this on purpose, Jim. <laughs> and it's not Jack's fault that he's not the sharpest tool in the shed, no. and he's being taken advantage of. I Jack, yeah. Jack Grealish having a. Um, he probably get, if you said to Jack Grealish, "There's a fucking there's a chip in that scarf," mm. he'd get the ketchup out. <laughs> yeah. When Milo said to him in the um, in the the greatest thing that he had a, a symmetrical face, Jack Grealish held his face <laughs> to try to figure out what the, figure out what the Word symmetrical, Ben. He's chicken licking. It's beautiful. Yeah, yeah. He's chicken licking. <laughs> he's, 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 oh. All right, we're going to take a short break, uh, but we'll be back with uh, news from Romania and Italy too. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. 
Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number smart beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Hi, I'm Dion Dublin, and when I'm not banging my tube, I'm listening to the Football Ramble. It's good stuff. It's good stuff. Welcome uh, back to the Football Ramble. It's time for emails, isn't it? If you've got something for us, show footballramble.com. Ooh! Yeah, live ooh over the top. Yeah, live yeah. Ooh, indeed. Uh, Costin has been in touch. He says, Greetings from Romania. Having listened to your show for more than two years now, I feel it is my duty to bring to your attention the quality content Romanian football can bring to your show. I believe the first subject should be a pattern I have identified in Romanian football, broken windows. Odd. <laughs> <laughs> So specific. Our first example here is Sorin Kartu, a Romanian coach who in 2010 smashed up the dugout of FC Basel in a group stage Champions League match. Needless to say that he was fired after this incident, but he also had to pay 12,000 euros for the window. <laughs> 12,000, like stained glass or something. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they've, uh, I don't know which kind of like uh, freelancer they've got in to put that uh, put that window in, but they're definitely... It's basically like the excess from a fucking car rental place, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> Or that cost a grand to fix. It didn't. Exactly. It, it really didn't. didn't. Yeah. This followed a previous incident where two players from Stoya Bucharest suffered serious injuries after breaking multiple windows after losing away to Otolu Galat. But our main story happens in 2013. Gabriel Tamas, playing at that time for West Bromwich Albion, by the way, was supposed to show up to the national team for the first training session of the week. Instead, he was at the police station. Why? Because he chose to spend his Sunday evening in a pub and left at 6am. Of course, he was tired and couldn't find his keys, so he broke the glass door to an apartment building. However, he'd got the wrong building. After a short discussion with the cleaning lady, he decided it was already too late to get home, so he climbed the stairs and slept on the first floor landing until the police arrived. The happy ending of the story, after this incident, he eventually found a new club five months later, CFR Cluj, in October 2013. Of course, the club terminated his contract one week later on the 16th of October following an incident caused by him and teammate Florin Costea in a local pub. Sorry for the long email, but I think I've provided enough evidence that you should start a weekly Romanian football feature. Believe me, we have only started to scratch the tip of the iceberg here. Lovely <laughs> mixed metaphor there. Best regards, Kostin. So, yeah, if you are a listener from, from overseas, can you top Romanian football? Yeah. Are, are there any uh, more adventures from Romanian football? Like, Let us know. Have you, have, have you got a c- contender for a more chaotic I, uh, domestic football I, culture than this? I lost my keys in a Romanian um, apartment block lift shaft and I climbed under the lift 
uh, to retrieve them uh, and it was fraught with danger because at any point the lift could have yeah. squished me. Why are you doing that? Because I'm just addicted to danger, baby. <laughs> that is not what I yeah. thought you were going to say. <laughs> Did it even cross your mind to maybe speak to someone about making sure the lift... Is, I'm not losing my deposit. Did you put a white vest on like John McKay? Yeah. I'm not, yeah. It was so You McKay, any motherfucker, get out of there. Minus 15, it was so cold. <laughs> Come out. <laughs> uh, well, uh, thank you very much for that uh, I gonna, email. I was going to say, if you are listening, looking for something to do at half-time in the Huddersfield Burnley game tonight, mm. you could do worse than reading um, the controversy section of Gabriel Tomas's Wikipedia page. Nice. But I'll warn you this, you probably won't get through the whole thing in 15 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> He's a busy boy. He's oh, a he busy is. boy. Very much uh, so. Get in touch at footballramble.com and you also get in touch via Twitter as well. Uh, at Football Ramble. It's as simple and as unalloyed as that. Now, the government has said that there will be no extra bank holiday even if England uh, women win the Euros on Sunday. But whatever mm. happens up front is going to be here with you. They're going to be previewing the final on Saturday morning on Football Ramble Presents and then providing match reaction just hours after the full-time whistle on Sunday night ready for you here on the Football Ramble feed for your Monday morning commute because it's not a bank holiday. You've got to mm. go to work. I'll just take one off. No, don't say that. Come on, just take one off. Listen to Football Ramble. God, the economy will come, grind to a standstill, Jeremy Corbyn. <laughs> <laughs> will we need to heat our houses more or not? I don't know. Will you be using Listen, more resources at home? For you, people like you had their way, we wouldn't have any more of this 12 years of strong and stable government we've enjoyed. <laughs> <laughs> well, we've had a fight. We've had a fight in Italy, Luke. Okay, good. Exciting stuff. The preparations for the why you said that was like it was partly my fault. Me and you I've had not a been fight. to Italy yeah. for ages. <laughs> Nothing to do with me. The, the last trip we took was to uh, was to Italy. To Naples. It was lovely. Yeah, and we had a fight. Uh, we did have a fight. Yeah. Uh, the preparations for the new season are also underway uh, across Europe. However, Torino, it's not going very well, lads. It's not going very well. Uh, spotting uh, director... David uh, Vignati uh, and manager Ivan Uric has been uh, they've been scrapping on video fighting in the car park at the club's pre-season training camp in Austria uh, the whole thing was caught on video and let me tell you it was spicy did you see this video? I saw it yeah it's great and the best thing about it is there's a little I can't tell whether it's a real cow or a fibreglass cow behind them in the car I know. park what was that even doing there? I don't know but because it's I not moving that. I just thought it was a very static cow because at one point it does look a bit like they're fighting over the cow yes yeah. <laughs> you saw me a dodgy cow yeah. uh, well it's, it's a very Give spicy magic beans back. <laughs> very very spicy language uh, uh, Vignati says or Vaganti rather uh, was recorded saying uh, when you go to the president and you don't tell me anything you are not respecting me I will build a strong team and you have to make them strong I always defend you in front of the other dickhead and <laughs> I always respected you fucking idiot Yurik uh, uh, responded with uh, leave me the fuck alone I save your life go fuck yourself you're pissing me off away from me get away from me get off my dick you are doing fuck all you're just a fucking imbecile what respect I don't have respect for you it's yeah. incredible can we have <laughs> yeah. him in the dugout at either end like throughout the rest of the season mic'd up <laughs> I, I, it's very rare you see in everyday life two men in their 40s having like a proper fight <laughs> and the fact that they're both in quite good nick yeah. makes this one quite the better and, and there's a little bit at one point where they go off camera behind a fence mm. and there's a really loud noise yeah, like yeah. someone's going and you, ah! think, <laughs> and you think oh that's the best bit we've missed yeah. the whole thing <laughs> He just tripped over a bin lid or God. something. It was really... Someone's in trouble for leaking that as well. <laughs> I, I really want players to turn up with the little wash bags under their arms walking past looking as well. But that yeah. doesn't happen, sadly. Yeah. I, uh, well... I, I feel like um, there's... In training ground bust-ups, we, we talked about this quite a lot on the, on the Ramble over the years. 
to me, it's a bit of a nothing. It's like, oh, yeah, well, they're going to... Yeah. It's, it's full of alfa males. They're going to be aggressive. It's an they're aggressive gonna, thing. Yeah, they're going to have a little... Testosterone time. Um, I would stop short of saying that that's the case when it comes to being people in authority in car parks, though. Mm, because right, in car okay. parks, it's probably not... Sh- it shouldn't really be happening in the car park. <laughs> it shouldn't really be happening. That's for cars, lads. Yeah, exactly. That's for cars and, and reversing cows, and cows and cows and cars. Yeah. Also caught on camera, your friend and mine... The troubled Jens Lehmann. He's been caught on camera being a naughty boy with a chainsaw. Jim Campbell, get ready. Yeah. Well, it's been a long time, hasn't it, since we've heard from Jens. He, yeah. he used to feature very, very He regularly, was a lot of fun. Saving this then one he up. got problematic. What was, now what was he's, he doing? Hmm. I mean, you probably can't answer this. What was he problematic? What I can't remember, but I remember it be. I remember me being disappointed because he was always a bit of a, a figure of fun. And I remember he was a bit. Uh, he'd, he'd let himself down. I like it when he put. Um, was it Didier Drogba's football boot on top of the net? Yes, did a wee behind yeah. some hoardings once. Yeah, that was good. Wonderfully uh, mad. Uh, but he's been in the news this week. He uh, stormed his neighbour's garage. It says reportedly. It's on video, I'm damn saying it. Uh, <laughs> he stormed his neighbour's garage with a chainsaw. Uh, they've had a long-running dispute uh, with his next-door neighbours about their property blocking uh, his view of uh, Lake Starnberg in Bavaria. He reportedly took a chainsaw round uh, and took out a couple of roof beams. <laughs> That would have taken ages. They're roof yeah. beams for crying out loud, Jens. Yeah. You, you're on, the best case scenario is you're going to be in a lot of rubble. It's going to land yeah. on your head, Jens. Yeah. Oh, it's yeah, basically yeah. like the, the building equivalent of sitting on a branch in a tree and, and yes. chasing it off. <laughs> it certainly is. He, uh, he failed to turn off the security camera uh, and that's why the attack was being broadcast live to the owner. I mean, how do you, how do you as the neighbour, yeah. how do you approach that? Yeah. Jens Lehman is attacking your house with a chainsaw. <laughs> I, I wouldn't attack... Yeah, I wouldn't attack any of it. I, I wouldn't sort of approach him after that. You know, he's got a chainsaw for one. But, but the thing I like about and even it, when he doesn't, he's Jens Lehmann. It's a yeah. nice, it's a nice theme that I think it's fair to say. And you know, pull me up if you don't agree. And this is unfair, but I think it's fair to say that Jens Lehmann has often come across as quite an arrogant man. Yeah, yeah, and he's entitled f- to that view. Doing this in his mind, doing this on camera mm. while it's being broadcast directly to the owner it's also quite it's quite it's a lot of impunity there yeah. it's quite arrogant isn't it I don't find give a but shit that in itself is quite intimidating isn't I'm it Jens he's Lehman. confident enough yeah. to do that it's kind of the sort of thing you'd see if this was a movie he mm. would get away with that he'd walk yeah. off and no one would ever catch him <laughs> like um, the character played by Billy Bob Thornton in Fargo yes. who just does all these amazing things and no one ever catches him yeah. that's what Jens thinks is happening here I think Jens it's is not, more is like the character from Doom <laughs> with his chainsaw yeah. running around and I, th- I think you, you kind of you're tempted to go okay he's an ex-football player you know so it's of interest mm. it's basically just a 52 year old man isn't it just attacking a neighbour yeah. with a chainsaw he's 52 he's 52 now yeah. I don't, I don't, he I played quite late in his career yeah, didn't he, did, yeah, yeah. he ended up he didn't retire till like well, I don't know 11 or 12 years ago speaking of uh, ex-Arsenal men Lacazette <laughs> has not had too much uh, luck lately uh, at his new club Leon. Um he's not been able to play this week because he sustained 10 wasp stings in a Dutch mm. forest <laughs> What was he doing in a Dutch forest? It's, it One... used to be said that players rarely thrived when they left Arsenal. So this is, <laughs> this is a great example of that coming back. Of, it might uh... actually be a portent of, of good times at, at the Emirates. At the end of my goal. It also happened to Moussa Dembele. <laughs> So this, this also yeah. happened to Moussa Dembele. So yeah. as we know, one of the huge problems the planet is facing is that we're running out of bees. Yeah. It seems like the wasps are stepping up. They're all like in they're, the Dutch forest. Like, they're, they're just like, yeah. We're not fucking running out of a land grab here. So I, I think <laughs> no, we can probably readdress the buzz <laughs> if we need to. But the way the story's written, is it like there's some kind of agreed written down threshold of wasps things which rules you out? Nine. He had, nine. <laughs> he's had ten. He can't oh, yeah. play. It's he like concussion play. protocol, but yeah. with wasps things. Yeah. Because if I don't think, I'm not going to volunteer to kind of test this, but I don't actually. I mean, presuming that Alexander Lacazette doesn't have a, a kind of allergy or anything like that, which can be very serious, as yes. we know. I don't think ten wasp things is that bad. 
Are you kidding know. me? That's quite debilitating. That You'd would be... kill Macaulay Culkin. Yeah. Well, he's already said that, but he's tiny. <laughs> I just and think... it's, made throughout, it's made clear throughout the film that he's quite physically weak. <laughs> like like no, no offence to gonna kill like that, but no offence to both of you, but you have glasses and that. Yeah, okay. Fine. Yeah, he's not like a proper athletic kid, is he, in the film? He's famously right. quite quite fragile. Yeah. I think if you're a if you're a strapping big athlete at the peak mm. of your, your your physical prep prowess. If you get stung that much, you're gonna you're gonna get you're gonna feel a bit peaky, aren't you? If I said <laughs> to you if yeah. I said to you guys, I can't come into the show tomorrow right. tomorrow because ten, ten wasps I got stung things. by a wasp ten times. I would um, say no, that. no, same wasp ten times. Oh yeah, because I would the, question. The I would question what you were up to. There's always two sides to the story, right? <laughs> yeah, the potency. Does the potency drop off after a certain amount of things? Okay, ten fresh wasp things. Yeah, from a ten little, different. A little attack squadron of, of ten yeah, wasps. Yeah. sting you. I say five. Love Island Villa full of wasps. No, five on each arm. Five right. stings on each arm. It's not that bad. I, I think you I think you'd be you underestimating how bad yeah. a wasp thing is. It's not as bad to miss It'll a game. It'll make you feel ill. I've been stung by a wasp. You've not been stung nine times or ten times. I got stung on my little finger once when I was about right. eight, and it right, wasn't good. that bad. So hardcore, you know the score. Let, good. Let's kind of extrapolate this a little bit. Who do you think would win in a fight between you and Alexandra Lacazette? He would win. Yeah, he would absolutely right? bat so, his nails. All, then, I'm saying, all I'm saying is, Luke, we're looking for ideas for social videos this week. <laughs> I'm not even Studio blaming, full of bees, mate. Lovely. I'm, I'm not even blaming Alexander. I'm not even blaming Alexandra. I'm saying that probably the physio or the um, the, the medical team have been a bit too much interventionist. I right. think they're probably saying it's pre friendly. There's no point. Don't worry about it. Get home. Look after yourself. Right. Slather yourself. I'm telling you, you now. To slather yourself. Yeah. In. Exact calamine lotion. If that was a, a massive Champions League game, he's playing. Yeah. I'm telling you that they're going to make him play. I don't give him a couple of clarity and know, fall asleep in the dugout. We don't know what happened though. Do you, you, sometimes you know you see those videos of dogs who've eaten wasps. Yeah, and their, their face goes big, yeah. yeah but they, they Maybe face... it's happened to Alex Lacazette. Yeah. Yeah. Their face, their face swells up, but they don't say, I can't go for a walk tomorrow. <laughs> and I, I'll tell you what, I'll put a caveat. I'll, I'll go for a walk tomorrow with a dog. Sorry, I'll just be stopped by a load of bees. <laughs> Stop saying bees. It's wasps. <laughs> oh. Different species. Into yeah, but dogs yeah. couldn't be stung by a lot of stuff. We need them. I'm caveating it by saying... Will he sign for Watford? If each... The chance That's a there. hornet. Again, you mixed it up. Brentford, if anything. It, um, it's like the monkey chimp thing. Have we ever had a jellyfish too? <laughs> All I'm saying is the caveat is if each wasp thing was specific on each toe, that might make it tough. <laughs> <laughs> They've got no working toes, then fair enough. Other than that, you're playing. Get right. in it. Stop fucking moaning. This story that I'm about to bring forward it was supposed to be and finally, but I'm sticking it in anyway. We've had a stupid little situation with Lacazette in the Swiss forest. Very confusing. Dutch forest. Dutch forest. <laughs> Beverly Town. You know, Beverly Town of the 10th tier. Luke, why, why are we talking about Beverly They're Town? They're in Yorkshire. Luke? They're in Yorkshire, right? Okay. Did you Google that? Uh, yesterday. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, good. All right. <laughs> Just, just yeah. to let you know. Uh, they've signed former Serie A player Daniel Manini uh, after their chairman bumped into him on a dog walk. Is that how it works? <laughs> Sorry, Daniel, can you sign this? Right, you're playing for us now. <laughs> uh, chairman Mark Smith said, I was out walking my dog when I got chatting to another dog walker. He happened to say he played a bit of football in the past. I told him I was the chairman of Beverly Town and he should get down to pre-season training. He's played against uh, Zlatan, Ronaldinho and Totti. <laughs> played against Athersley tomorrow. Athersley. The first thing... The first Where's thing... Athersley? Did you Google that? Uh, I'm going to say... Poor. 
Given the tier they're in, I'm going to say probably that's also also in York. Feels northeasty to me. Does it? Feels you check that out, and I'll tell you that if you type in Daniele Manini into YouTube, the first video you see is him scoring an absolutely outrageous volley for <laughs> Sampdoria against Bologna, <laughs> and you think I fancy a bit of that. Yeah. It's, it's more exciting to be a Beverly Town fan today yeah. than it is to be a Pompey fan. I'm telling you that. <laughs> Great it's, stuff. It's in Barnsley. What's the what's the most une- oh is it okay? Yeah. What's the most unexpected thing you've managed to pick up from a dog walk? Oh. Uh, a bit, a bit of fence that Beasting. I used in my fence. You had 10 wasps <laughs> of things. Fence. A bit a of lo- fence. Yeah, I, I sometimes walk in a place called Tutri Island, which is famous for uh, gangland stabbings and dogging. Uh, but <laughs> uh, but uh, I've picked up a golf ball. Uh, that was okay. quite good. Yeah. Gangland stabbings that's in, and That's dogging. in my office. But are you asking that's other dog me. walkers if they're football players? <laughs> because <laughs> yeah. that's what this story kind of implies is happening. I, dog walkers are so friendly. I do think, you know, you sort of say like dog dog people are, are quite friendly people and they yeah. are they have to be because their dogs are usually something horrific but you find that awkward wouldn't you just talking to people around yeah there. exactly especially yeah. On a, in a dogging hotspot I, I, yeah. I, I think you I think you could have bumped into Cristiano Ronaldo <laughs> saying that he wants to play for your local team yeah. and you just saying oh, no thanks yeah because you take my place no fucking way <laughs> unbelievable what, on the bench <laughs> he does all the filming with the, with on the, the side with the second half in goal <laughs> YouTube's everything <laughs> alright uh, Luke are we ready for the community shield of Luke's game we are ready let's do it <laughs> alright let's do it <laughs> it's the algorithm what do you want me to do this is why I'm fucked Okay, yes, it is indeed. For the first time in ages, actually, certainly from yeah. my point of view, the first time uh, for a very, long, a very long time, we're going to play a bit of uh, Luke's game. It's going to mm. be Pete versus Jim. It promises to be explosive. Uh, it's a little Friday pre-season treat. Um, you are um, Liverpool, I think, Pete. Okay. I guess Jim is Man City in this situation because Man City finished higher in the league. Mm-hmm. I don't know why I'm writing um, Liverpool down there. Jim, Jim can... So Jim, that means Pete... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's not going to help you. Not a good start. So, so Pete can go first, um, mm-hmm. I think, because he's the... Um, He's the uh, the lower sexiest. ranked player. Oh. Yeah, you're the sexiest. Yeah, yeah you're yeah. the sexiest. Yeah. Uh, uh, so everyone knows how to play. We do. Uh, we if you're new to the um, you, if you're new to listening to this show, um, very surprised you're still here. Um, if you're new to listening, <laughs> I'm actually quite good at this. So. <laughs> <laughs> Reading right. champ. If, you, if you're new to the show, well, don't forget for that 10 minutes about wasp things. <laughs> Your reward is a basically impenetrable game, so yep. enjoy that as Good. well. Um, everyone else knows the rules by now. Peter, you're up first. Mm. The first player has played four. Four clubs in total. So you want to make a note of that. By yep. all means, do, do do your thing. Don't forget they have to have played a game for them and playing for the same team twice does not count as an extra team okay. and international teams do not count. Peter, your first player, how many can you name of the four teams that Thibaut Courtois has played for? Oh, baby, I love you way too. Okay. What song was that? Baby, I love you way by... Ooh, baby, I love, love you way every, every day. day. Yeah, yeah. Um, Jim, can you beat uh, two? Big, I can. Apparently, big, oh. big mountain. Never heard of him. No. Um, no. You can do three. Must be a one hit wonder. I can do three. You want to do all four or three? I, I'm going to stick with three. Jim, Pete, can you do all four? God, no. Okay. So, Jim, you are going to name one at a time three of the four teams that Thibaut Courtois has played for. Please wait to hear after each answer whether you're correct or not. Okay? Go ahead. Take it away, mate. Atletico Madrid. That's correct. Chelsea. That's two. And Real Madrid. That's three. Well done, mate. So that's one point to you, Jimbo. Um, hey, Pete, any guess on the team that you missed out? Or did you know it, Jim, in fact? I, my head said and elect, but it's just a, a guess. But my body. My, oh, you can't do that these days. <laughs> um, uh, it's not and elect. Peter? Uh, uh, Bruges. It's actually Genk. Genk. Oh, Genkies. Yeah. But that doesn't matter. That's one point to Jim. And Jim, you get the honour of going first on this second player who okay. has played for six teams in total. He's still playing, mate. 
Oh, so is well, Courtois, to be fair. Could he, um, could, he re- could he sign in the next hour for another club? For Beverly Town? Um, <laughs> uh, no, he can. I don't think that's very likely. Okay. Six um, uh, clubs in total, Jim Campbell. He is um, Tom Cleverley. How many would you like to bid, Jim, on Tom Cleverley? What are we thinking? Oh, that's a tough one. I reckon there's going to be some loans in there. Mm. Mm, I'm going to go two. That's a very low offer, if you don't mm, mind me saying. It is. Peter, you've got you to go three. Even just to drive the price up. Uh, I think he went on loan. Uh, okay, I'll go for three. Don't say any clubs. At three, Jim? Yeah. Four? No. Okay, Peter, this is going to be fucking great. Three, three <laughs> clubs that Tom Cleverley's played for in his career. One at a time. Off you go. Man United. Started his career there. That's one. South End. Oh, for fuck's sake. I thought he played for South End. South End. Yeah, I thought he went a lot of South End. Disrespectful to a great pro. (laughs) (laughs) They were in the league not that long ago. South End weren't in there. Oh, Um, for fuck's sake. He started his career at Man United, as you correctly say. Spent seven years there in total. Uh, But throughout his career, he has spent time at the following clubs as well. Leicester City, Watford, Wigan, Aston Villa, Everton, and of course, Watford again where he still yes. plays now. I had Watford, but I knew I didn't have a third. <laughs> okay, so you went well, no, way. no, sorry. I knew, I thought, yeah, my, my wild card was Southend. <laughs> we should have done them last, mate. Why? Build the tension. Oh, right. Okay, listeners. okay, I'll do it next time. Okay. Let's see how you approach this one. You're up first. <laughs> 11 clubs in total. His career spanned from 1993 mm. to 2012. Yes. He plays the trumpet. <gasps> it's... Nobby Solano. Oh, 11 teams in total. God. How many, Pete, can you name the clubs that Nuberto Solano played for? I'm fairly certain you can name one. <laughs> <laughs> Are you sure, Nobby? Is that uh, your final answer? How many do you want out of the 11? Four. Four, that's nice, Jim. Four. I cannot do four for Nobby Solano. But you'd have to do five. No, well, yeah, well. Can't do five? No, I can't do five. Okay, so Peter, one at a time. The fans have been waiting for this for a very long time. Right. Let's hear you. Get a wax, point on the board. Wax lyrical about the wonderful career of the beautiful boy himself, Norberto Solano. I'll do it accompanied by a trumpet little song. Villa. One. Newcastle. <laughs> Hartlepool United. <laughs> Boca. It's great. Well done. That's a point. Well it's done. done. Thank well, you. I also done. love the trumpet song. It's yeah. kind of evolved into Under the Sea from The Little Mermaid, <laughs> yeah. which is very enjoyable as well. You can tell when my cogs are wearing. Yeah. Because I just default us. That's great. Default I went to... straight off the free uh, freestyle into Under what's, the Sea. Um, what's Pete like? As a, as, as a host he kind of, when he gets a bit nervous he descends into Sebastian the Crab from, under the, under the, from the Little <laughs> Mermaid the, voice. the seaweed is always greener in somebody else's lake mm-hmm. Jim mm-hmm. Um, but your lake now needs to Lakeweed. be populated by one more point to win and you've got a chance to go first here that metaphor okay. was abysmal I apologise for that <laughs> six clubs in total it's quite a tricky one this actually I oh, think good. you could definitely it's a bit of a minefield this right. uh, six clubs in total um, for a player who retired in 2017 Thomas Sorensen. Oh, bloody Fucking hell. Fucking hell. Thomas Sorensen, Jim. Do you know what position Christ. he placed? What, think, position, what position I think he played? goalkeeper, but I'm not sure that's right. <laughs> what position did he play in? He's a goalkeeper. Yeah, yeah. good. Okay, I was, right. I, I was thinking about Thomas Graverson. <laughs> <laughs> not a great start. Marcus does that sometimes. He yeah. gets players mixed up. Thomas Sorensen. I'm going to go for one. Okay. Peter. 
Mm. I mean, just for the sake of the game itself, you're going to yeah, need right. to go with two others. That's right. the nadir right. of this game. Actually. It's not. I've got a point on the board. No, I'm just saying that if, one he, fair if, if he gets a point to win with one, I'm not right, even okay. confident about right. that, to be honest. <laughs> Do you want to go two? You don't have to. Don't I'll go two. two. Okay. Three? Nah. Okay, Peter, chance to tie it up, my friend. Two clubs that Thomas Sorensen played for, and with the greatest of respect, I think I am along with the listeners here, When I think you're probably just going to name two random clubs, aren't you? No. Okay, good. Let's do it. Little trumpet solo or not? Uh, more of a sad trombone. Okay, do it. Aston Villa. That's Ooh. one. <laughs> what country is he from? <laughs> I can't tell you that. <laughs> I'm going to say Mould. Mould, that's a random shout. Mould of Norway. You're saying random shout, so you're going to go, eh, eh. Mould of Norway? Yeah. For the Danish Thomas Sorensen. Yeah, let's go with that. Jim Campbell. Ah, oh, never mind. Well, I so, enjoy playing, and that's the main thing. We still got one plan to go, which we'll bash through really quick. Okay. Thomas Sorensen started his uh, career at OB. Uh, he went to Verrier on loan, then Svendborg, Aston Villa, and Stoke City, and ended his career at Melbourne City. But there's mm. one club I missed off there. You could have invoked the famous Luke's game Sunderland clause. Yeah, I was oh, going to go for right. They pick oh, up loads of people, don't they? And it would have, it would yeah. have been fine. So hang on, so he did, he did, or he didn't play for them. He played for Sunderland, yeah, oh, five okay. seasons. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, that was the one I, that was the one I had. So you would have right weaponized you against yourself, Pete. Yeah. And, and I make no apologies for that. And, and Pete had to listen to himself doing the voiceover saying that you won, <laughs> which is the, what I would call the final insult. Plays in my head twenty four seven. I'm, I'm going to be a villain this season. Mm. I've decided. Nice, yeah. Vish will be fuming. Mm. Um, listen, uh, one more player, Pete. You get to go first. Right. So we go through super quick to see if you can salvage a three two defeat. Mm-hmm. Uh, he played for five clubs in total. He retired in two. Weirdly, he retired in two thousand eight, which cannot be right. It must just be a kind of weird cameo vibe. Uh, Nigel Clough. Oh, okay. Right, okay. Famously yeah, yeah, the son yeah, of Brian Clough. Yeah. So t- um, <laughs> yes, there's two. <laughs> not, not as good. Um, what, what do you think? Uh, two. Jim? Yeah, I'll go for three. Four One for of them will yeah, be a guess. Four. Okay, three for you, Jim. To chance to make it 4-1. Give it a go, my boy. Liverpool? That's correct. They're weird. They only played like a, quite a small amount of games over mm. three seasons. Go on. Derby County? Ah, oh, I would have said Derby. Yeah. I was going to say Derby no, Forest. <laughs> Nottingham Forest. You managed them. Was, was right. Nottingham Forest was one. Uh, yeah. um, uh, Liverpool. Manchester City. Um, so just a little reminder where you've come from, Man City. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Nottingham Forest again. Sheffield Wednesday on loan for one league game and then ended his career where he spent quite a lot of his career at Burton Albion. Oh. Um, so that's 3-2 to Jim. A great game all round, I think. Yeah. And also um, a sign that we're running out of players and this is going to get a lot harder. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> I certainly hope so. I certainly hope I'm so. I'm an Alex Bruce man. Um, yeah, well, that would, well, how many of his can you name? Uh, oh, Alex Bruce. Uh, pretty much every club that uh, Steve Bruce uh, managed, so... Uh, but I can't remember any of them, so unlucky, everyone. <laughs> so Alex Bruce has played for... I'm not going to do it. I can't be bothered. Okay. People people deserve better. Mm. They just deserve they? better. Um, strangely, though, as in, as in to tap into your accusations, mm. maybe some people would be tempted to say that's unfair on Alex Bruce. He's a very hard-working pro. Yeah. I would say to them, he's currently the coach of West Bromwich Albion. So- <laughs> <laughs> All right, so thanks for listening to the Football Ramble, part of the Aircast Creator Network. I'm Pete Donaldson. I've been joined by Mr. Luke Moore and Jim Campbell. We'll be back here on Sunday, letting you know precisely uh, what is going to be happening uh, for the Football Ramble on the forthcoming season, that kind of thing. So uh, keep listening for that. In the meantime, have a great weekend. The 
Football Ramble is a Stack production and part of the Acast Creator Network. The season is almost upon us. It's got the Marvin Gaye on the Bluetooth. It's wearing loads of cologne and it's turned the lights down real low. Welcome to the Football Ramble. It's Friday, 28th of July. I'm Pete Donaldson. I'm Jim Campbell. And I'm Luke Moore. Uh, you said 28th of July. It's 29th. Did you use your own rogue running order? Yeah. I used the old running order when it said 28th of July. I think you're the oldest. I'm going to. I'm going to. I'm going to assign it does some now, yeah. percentage of blame to Finn for that. Yeah, he can have it. What? I changed it yesterday. I, I used this morning's running order. So you didn't. Finn. It says 29th to me. Has done all day. <laughs> gremlins at play. And for me, unbelievable. It was a good intro, by the way. Thanks, nice, mm. mate. The season is almost upon us and Finn is still a massive cunt. <laughs> <laughs> it's great, that, because he hasn't got a microphone to defend himself. Move the marker. <clears throat> yeah. <laughs> Thanks, Finn. Sorry, mate. The season is almost upon us. It's got the Marvin Gaye on the Bluetooth. It's wearing loads of cologne and it's turned the lights down real low. Welcome to the Football Ramble. It's Friday, 20th of July. I'm Pete Donaldson. You did it you again. Did it again. <laughs> you did it again. You changed it in my room, that's fine. <laughs> Put this at the end. You gotta put this at the end. This is gotta be an Easter egg. Fucking hell! I didn't change the runner. Oh, Good. All right. God.